Is anybody noticing that it's just a dad with his two daughters right now and I'm doing the very best I can. I need some help. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast. We are talking to hashtag girl dad, Chris Tomlin. How you doing? That is the truth. I'm doing great. So three daughters now, uh, the newest one, baby Ella Grace. How are you surviving with three girls now? It's a lot, man. It's a lot of emotion, as you can imagine. Some, uh, someone's crying most of the time at some point. <laughs> Did you all go into marriage think, okay, we're going to have three? Is that our number, or is there an, no, another one on the way? No, we didn't really have a number. We just, but after we had two, and we yeah. were thinking that was it, and because they're nine and six, and so we had given our the crib away, given them the clothes away. All the <laughs> Lauren had kind of grieved that, given their clothes to her friends, the baby clothes, and saying, "Oh, that season's over," and then. Um, surprise, surprise, here we are. <laughs> now we have a little baby girl, another baby girl. So three girls. And when and obviously when I found out I was in shock and yeah. just like uh just like most dads would be when you're not you're not expecting it. And then when I found out it was another girl, I thought, okay, I can do this. I've already done uh, two. I know this kind of I know how the Disney dress is passed down. <laughs> I know how everything flows from here, so it's all good. Were you able to get all the stuff back? Actually, we did. We we were we asked the uh, asked some of our friends for uh, hey, do you still have the crib? And they're like, Yeah, actually we do. We were gonna put it in storage. I was like, well, can we get the crib back? And, <laughs> and uh, do you want to bring, can we get the clothes back? And because they, they didn't use them anymore. So yeah, it's been a full, full circle. So would you say on a, on a scale of one to 10, how good are you at the rapid ponytail? Terrible. I am. I, I feel so good at so many things when it comes to girls and helping them and doing things. Hair, I can brush it, but like the braiding and the ponytail, I just get it all. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> Counting your wife, Lauren, you're outnumbered four to one. Please tell me you've got a male dog or something, right? I have no, no, I need a male dog. I need, <laughs> like, I got nothing, I like, when it comes to that. So, yeah, we got to figure that out. How has it been going from man-to-man defense to now zone yes. defense with three? Well, we're, we, 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 you know, L is just six years old, so it is, like, full, it's just so much full-on attention. Like, you just, you know, every every moment is, like, around her so it's a it's a lot in the first as as anybody remembers in the first you know first few months and so it doesn't even feel like zone it just it, it feels <laughs> it feels like two on one with l and then whatever happens with the other two hopefully they survive and get to where they need to get and can get food and sleep and right now. so from what i understand right now as we're recording this you and your two girls are in utah skiing right now are they taking yeah. to that natural have they been before or are they uh um... yep. we tried to go out each year and something we've done since they've uh, for last four or five years and we had it planned this year and then lauren and lauren was going to come my wife and you know then with the baby and everything she's like i just don't think i can try i just don't think i can travel i don't think i can do this like and i and i was saying i don't think you should it's too much stress with you know that long of a flight with a four week old and like who knows how it's gonna go and yeah and they decided to stay home I, she said why don't you take them anyway so i've, I've got them we have been doing the daddy daughter skiing and it's so fun. I mean, I've had so much fun with them and you know, it's a lot of like putting on the boots and, and <laughs> we're doing all this, all the, and they're, and they're, they're used to it now. So they can get down the slopes a little bit. We're still on all the grain slopes and going uh, back and forth, but they're having a blast laughing and having fun. So I know, I know they love it. And for me, it's so fun, right? I wouldn't yeah. actually call this skiing if you know what I mean, but uh, it's a great memory just watching, watching them 
go down the slopes. Way to go, Dad. Way to go. Pat, if nobody's patted you on the back yet today, let me do that Thank virtually, you. man. I really Great appreciate job. it. Cause I'm out here, I'm like, hey, is anybody noticing that it's just a dad with his two daughters <laughs> right now, and I'm doing the very best I can. I need some help. Can anybody help? <laughs> Are there things that you may think you honestly miss by not having any boys yet? Uh yeah yeah obviously i i only had brothers growing up so yeah. i'm i know all that world so my world is so different from what i from what i grew up my whole thinking of a kid is all sports right that's what i'm just thinking and so my girls haven't i mean we were in skiing which is fun but just did so much girl stuff of disney <laughs> princesses and tea parties and all those things that you know there's no uh t-ball and soccer and that's not what they're into right now so I definitely need some. I need some sports outlets pretty pretty soon. I need one of them to like do do something in sports pretty soon. <laughs> As we jump into the new album here, Chris Tomlin. Before we do that, I want one more question. Complete this sentence. If I have to do blank one more time at home, I'm going to scream. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, definitely clean my girls' rooms. If really? I have to clean my if I have to clean a room. One more time, I'm going to scream because I'm always like, girls, pick up after yourself. Please pick up. It's just, I'm like, if I have to pick up one more time all your stuff, it's just so much. Hang in there. Hang in there. Let's talk music. Get you off that. So get your blood pressure down. So with your new album, how many pairs of cowboy boots do you now officially own? <laughs> you know what is hilarious about that? I owned more boots before this in my previous world before I did in this. Growing up in Texas, I, all I had was boots when I was a little kid. And yeah. then I used to do this thing with this, this guy who did these horse design. Uh, he was a professional horse, cutting horses. I don't know if you've ever heard of cutting horses, but he did cutting horse championships. I traveled with him, and he did ministry while he did it as well. So we traveled all over the West, from Montana to Wyoming, all of West Texas, to everything, doing all these cut world cutting horse championships. So I was in boots every day, had a cowboy hat, had the whole thing. And uh, that 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 seems like another world now. Um, <laughs> it is funny making this record is a, is a, is I've got more roots in this record than a lot of people would probably think and realize. And so I got about one pair of boots, honestly, right now. And uh, that's that's it. In Nashville, Tennessee, and, and again, the reason we're talking about this, Chris Tomlin here has a new album out. It's been out a little while, um, but a new album called Chris Tomlin and Friends, and you've God has just graced you uh, across your path, several different country artists. How did this happen? How did God decide, hey, let's let's merge Chris Tomlin music and great country artists? Man, that's a that's a wonderful question because this this was a surprise record of my life. I did not see this coming. wasn't trying to do it. This was kind of came out of relationships. Now, give you a couple quick examples of how it happened. One is uh, the with Thomas Rhett is a great example. I was do this thing at Good Friday. It really started with this Good Friday 2019. I do this thing in Nashville called Good Friday Nashville. We did Bridgestone Arena. It's for the whole city and kind of around Easter. And I always try to find a surprise, somebody surprised that people wouldn't see coming. And uh, I think I have a daughter coming up. Somewhere. Is that Ashlyn or Madison? That's Madison. Uh, <laughs> and and so you know I do this uh, surprise um, thing and with uh, bringing artists out and I try to get Thomas Rhett. I was I wanted Thomas Rhett to do this with me and I could never get a hold of him. Like I couldn't get through his managers. I didn't know him personally. And I walk on stage. And I've been trying for like three or four months. And I walk on stage and I never and I never get to talk to him. But I, I get on uh, to do sound check. I'm doing sound check at the arena and. I, uh, I walk off stage and my road manager says, hey, Thomas Rhett's in the back. He wants to talk to you. And I was, I was thinking, what? 
at, at the very event I want him to do. And, and I walked backstage and Thomas is standing there. He said, Hey man, um, at the, there's a little rehearsal spot that this arena has. He goes, I've been rehearsing over here for my tour and I heard your voice over the PA and I had to come meet you. Your music has meant so much to me for so long and we should, we should record and write a song together, do something like that. And I, and I was like, bro, you're not gonna believe this. I've been trying to get you to do this very night with me that we're standing here He goes, you have, and I was like, yeah, he's like, Oh my gosh, we should, we really got to connect. And, and so Soon after that, he sent me a song, Be a Light, that we did together. And then the next week, I ended my tour, and I go down to Florida with my family on vacation after the tour. It's like, after the tour, we're going to go down to the beach for a week. went down there, and I was in this little fitness place, and I was working out in the morning. And there was one other person in there, and it was Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. And I walked up to Tyler and said, hey, man, I'm Chris Tomlin. And I said, we just want to meet you. I didn't know him. And uh, he said, are you kidding me? I was like, no. He's like, Bro, you've, your music has meant so much to me for so long. And he said, um, you have no idea. This is like full circle of my life. He goes, you're, he goes, when I was in high school, all I want to do is be a worship leader and play your music and do all these things. And then, and then the country music thing happened. But he said, man, we should get together and write some songs <laughs> and start record, maybe make some. And so within two weeks, all these relationships started happening. And we started writing all these songs together with Thomas and with Tyler and and all these other things started happening. And then we started getting some others involved with Lady A and Russell Dickerson. And so I just say that, just kind of set it up to say, I wasn't trying to do it. I was just, it was just God just putting these things together and these songs. And it's been so fun and so special. Tin Roof is my favorite song on the album. And from what I understand, other people say the same thing. Tin Roof I is, I think it's the best song on the record. Honestly, it's the last song on the album. If you haven't heard Tin Roof yet, it's from an artist named Blessing, and I, I connected with Blessing. Blessing is from um, originally from Lagos, Nigeria, and is blind. Wow. And he, somebody played me this song about two years ago. He said, "You got to hear this song." I just thought I haven't heard a song that written that way. It's it's just so beautiful. Then when I heard the story about Blessing, and I heard who he was, and I wanted to connect with him, and I was trying to think. I was feeling like uh, the record was done. Honestly, I'd made this record and I was thinking, is there, is there anything else? Is there one more song that could go on this album? And it just hit me one day, man, you should find this blessing guy and connect with him because I remember that song. And then he told me this. And so I connected with blessing. I went to, I went over to his apartment and he's sitting there to, and he has a, this kind of one bedroom apartment and he has a piano, he has his bedroom and he has a piano that sits in the living room. He just sits at it all day, mostly, and just plays and writes songs. Wow. And I was so moved when I went over to talk to him and meet him. Uh, we had the best conversation, man. This guy is so cool. I mean, I, I, he wouldn't mind me, me telling this. I walk in, and I said, Blessing, uh, you know, he's kind of sent the piano. And I said, I don't I said, I don't said, mean to. He's just the coolest looking guy. It's like, I don't mean to offend you. Uh, he goes, you're not going to offend me. I was like, but you are the coolest looking guy. It's like, how, how do you know you look so cool right now? <laughs> you know, you're, I mean, he was just dressed like so cool. And he said, oh, man. And he started telling me a story. And uh, and then he said, you know, he said, that's funny. He said, I I, uh, I know I like denim. And I know I like black. And so I have um, one side of my closet. I have all my blacks and the jeans and my shirts. And I have my denim on my other side of the closet. Now, if I want to wear a denim one day, I know it's on this side. I'm on, and I was just thinking, I said, tell me about this song, Tin Roof. And he said, you know, when I was in uh, in in Nigeria, he said, most of us had these tin roofs. And he goes, I remember my brothers and sisters, we at night, those African rains at night, I remember just the sound of it. It just was, he goes, that sound, you'll never forget that sound every night in Africa, just these rains coming down these tin roofs. He said, and then when I was out, so I wanted to write a song about heaven. And he goes, and when I thought about heaven, you know, I think about home. And when I think about home, 
that sound reminds me of home. That oh. rain on a tin roof is what reminds me of home. And I think in that the safety of home. And I remember you telling me the storm's going all around outside and there's a safety of inside the home and I can hear that sound. And he goes, and that's what it reminds me of. And he goes, I think that's what heaven is. And, and, and I was like, we have to record this together, buddy. The world has to hear this song. People need to hear you because you are a one in a once in a generation talent. And, I, and, and we're working on making some new music with him right now. People need to hear you and they need to hear this song because it's so special. And so I appreciate you saying that. And that's why I put it on this record because in the middle of all these superstars, you know, these country superstars, you get to this last song that someone you've never heard of. And I did that on purpose because I wanted people to go, whoa, who is this? And, and what's going on here? Chris, thank you so much for bridging the gap between our genre of Christian music and the other genres there and letting people know that God owns all of the music and, and everything. Yeah. And we're so grateful. My last question, I got to let you go. I know you got to head down the slopes with the kids. Um, <laughs> what, what can our listeners pray for you for? How can we minister to you, Chris Tomlin, and your family? What can we pray for you about? Buddy, that's so that's so nice. I really appreciate you saying that. You know, there's, there's so many things that come to mind. Um, you know, for one, obviously, is is my family, my girls, and um, just with this new baby and just the health of my baby, that all, all those things we um, would be amazing to pray for. And you know, I I just would love to pray that listeners could continue to pray that we can get back on the out there and play music with people. That's what I miss the most and what is I've hated the most about this last um, year, you know, is just not being able to play music, not being able to connect and not being, I mean, playing at the Tivoli there in uh, Chattanooga, my Christmas tour, not getting to do that again this last year. Looking forward to doing those kind of things again. And and so we all just praying that way. So appreciate you, that. You got it. Thanks, Chris. See you, buddy. Hope Talk, a PCM podcast.